Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, November 21st. This is Beth Slovic with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. A San Francisco-based developer plans to build a massive freight warehouse at the corner of Northeast 122nd Avenue and Sandy Boulevard at the site of a former Kmart store near Park Rose High School. The warehouse will include 37 truckloading bays, and that has nearby residents, leaders from the Park Rose School District, and Multnomah County Commissioner Shushila Jayapal concerned. The industrial development will bring significantly more pollution to the low-income community, critics say, and it goes against the city of Portland's stated goals of environmental justice for historically marginalized communities. Warehouses such as the one proposed here bring a lot of heavy-duty trucks with them, major producers of diesel pollution that Oregon has done little to regulate. In 2007, the Oregon legislature mandated the state reduce diesel pollution by 85% within a decade, based on a cancer benchmark the state adopted. But strict regulations didn't follow. And after California adopted stricter standards, Oregon became a dumping ground for dirty California trucks. A company called Prologis has leased the site. Representatives for the company declined to comment on how many trucks would serve the warehouse and how big they'd be. They also wouldn't say whether the site would operate around the clock. The Oregon Firearms Federation filed a federal suit against Governor Kate Brown and the state's attorney general last week, urging a judge to bar the recent voter-approved gun control measure 114 from taking effect next month. The federation is joined by the Sherman County Sheriff and a Marion County gun store owner. They contend the ban on magazines that hold more than 10 rounds violates their Second Amendment right to bear arms and right to due process. The lawsuit was filed in U.S. District Court in Pendleton, and it's the first court challenge to the measure. It comes less than three weeks before the measure is set to take effect on December 8th. The measure will ban the sale, transfer, and purchase of large-capacity magazines, require a permit to buy a gun, and will close the so-called Charleston loophole by requiring a criminal background check be completed before a gun sale or transfer can occur. It passed narrowly following a grassroots campaign by the interfaith group Lift Every Voice Oregon. The total number of teachers employed in Oregon's public schools in the 2021-2022 school year hit an all-time high, even as the number of enrolled students dropped precipitously to its lowest level in nearly two decades. That's according to new data from the Oregon Department of Education. Overall, there were 32,836 teachers in Oregon public school classrooms in the 21-22 school year. That's 1,508 more educators than in the 2017-2018 academic year, according to counts of full-time equivalent positions. That was the case even though there were 27,672 fewer students enrolled statewide last school year than five years ago. The decline in enrollment has been linked to the pandemic, which saw some students opt for private and online alternatives, while others dropped out, vanished from the system, or joined the workforce. 
but it has also been exacerbated by a declining birth rate, demographers at Oregon State University have said, along with rising housing costs, which have led some families to move out or put off having children. School counselors saw particular growth in the 2021-2022 school year, but schools have suffered shortages among custodians, school bus drivers, mental health professionals, and substitutes. Those in Portland may have noticed the Native American portraits pasted on buildings throughout the city. The photos are a combined effort of Portland's Tribal Relations Program and Indigenous Storytelling Organization Indígena to celebrate Native American Heritage Month. Indígena has been installing the portraits throughout November, with the latest going up Thursday at the headquarters for the Regional Arts and Culture Council in the Pearl District. It featured more than 10 portraits of local Native American activists, volunteers, and community members. The public art portraits can be seen in OMSI, Multnomah County's main elections office, and the Multnomah County Courthouse, among other locations. Samantha Hanlon, an Indígena storytelling producer, said the art is a, quote, daily reminder that we are still here and Native voices need to be heard year-round. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support. 